wages. This is chilling truth. And that's why I just tried to murder my mother. I didn't feel that I had to face what I had done ever. He killed 33 times. I'm a king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. Next time you see me. Okay, so welcome to The Chilling Truth, everybody. I am Corey, and uh, unfortunately I'm not looking at Johnny today because I was ill-prepared for this uh, recording session and did not charge my phone, so I cannot look at his face right now. But uh, we're both here. Um, Say hi, Johnny. Hello. I'd also like to add that the recording session today was your idea. I don't know how you weren't prepared, but all right. Yeah, well, I just, you know, things happen. But um, this is actually an old episode that we did uh, sometime in 2019. I don't remember exactly when we did it. But we did this episode already with um, a host that is no longer a host with us. So this is a redo of the old episode. So if you are re-listening to this Satanism episode right now, it's going to sound um, a lot different. So I hope you weren't too fond of the old one because it's out with the old and in with the new here at The Chilling Truth. It's like our new intro, which I'm going to bring up again because I love it. <clears throat> but today we are talking about Satanism. So I'm going to start off by saying, Hail Satan! And I'm going to also go ahead and shut down the most popular belief surrounding Satanism, and which is, do Satanists worship the devil? And the answer is no. From the Church of Satan, frequently asked questions on their website, says the question, why do Satanists worship the devil? And they said, Quote, we don't. Satanists are atheists. We see the universe as being indifferent to us, and so all morals and values are subjective human constructions. Our position is to be self-centered with ourselves being the most important person, the, quote, God of our subjective universe. So we are sometimes said to worship ourselves. Our current high priest, Gilmore, calls this the step moving from being an atheist to being an atheist. Satan to us is a symbol of pride, liberty, and individualism, and it serves as an external metaphorical projection of our high personal potential personal potential we do not believe in satan as a being or person and that the same explanation that the white supremacy gives though it's a symbol of pride liberty and individualism and it's yeah dude no i don't think so not necessarily i mean because the church of satan and uh, satanists in general the the thing with white supremacy is you can be proud of being a white person but when you use that platform to also suppress other or oppress other races and other people no i'm not comparing the two i'm just saying that if you were to read a pamphlet for recruitment for white supremacy it might say something like we are a symbol of pride liberty and individualism or some bullshit i guess i mean if you wanted to you know but struggle to compare the two i I suppose yes I don't. What I struggle to understand is Satanist. It's okay. So it's not a term uh, that means <coughs> worshiping Satan or following Satan, but it's in the net. Like okay, may, I'm uneducated on the thing. Like I don't fucking. I don't believe in an afterlife or heaven or hell, but that's why I think it would be. For me, believing in heaven is. It's the same as calling myself a Satanist. I don't understand because the name. I don't. I don't understand. Right, why. you're hung up on the you're hung up on a, a Satan being an entity, being a person. It's not. No, I'm it's talking about no, wait, Okay, a humanist. What's a humanist? I don't fucking know. We're talking about Satanism. Not like humanist is like someone who's like, you know, all earthly and hippy dippy and 
you know, PC about everything, but it's about human civil rights, human rights, and that's why it's humanist. So I hear Satanist, and I hear it's it's an ist towards Satan. Like I don't know. It's does that? How is that? Right. Not... I mean, I understand the confusion, and you're going to be learning a lot in this episode. Uh... I am a novice in the uh, in Satanism. Yeah, I, mean, I, learned... I just never gave myself a name for what I think or what I don't think. I just I grew up Catholic at around 27 and realized I didn't want to be very religious anymore but it's not like i gave it a new name i just did i stopped calling i i took a name off of me i I didn't i didn't replace one label with another i think that's silly but right well it's also from what i've read throughout the things that i've researched on satanism outside of this episode because we don't really touch on it i don't believe we touch on it on this episode but as far as satan goes it's more of a like a stab. It's more of a stab at at the Christian establishment, the 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 God believers. I don't know what you I don't know what you would blanket term them all. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, but like why Christians waste the energy? And, it's I don't understand why you'd put so much energy into being opposed to something. It, I uh, for my hometown, small hometown in Texas, but there's they, like I know people that have like established a charter. Or atheist, and they adopted a section of the highway, and they're like they just have to get their name out there, and they have because to. Because unlike you, unlike Johnny here, some people like to feel like they belong to something. I think belonging it's fucking to Satanism stupid. or belonging to atheism makes people feel well, connected. It makes them feel good. It's you know bad I mean? enough that you feel like you need to belong to a group all the fucking time, but pick a better group. I mean, well, that's just you. I mean, I consider myself a Satanist. I think that it's an awesome religion or lack of religion, whatever you want to call it, kind of like atheism. Well, let's move on because we're going on for a while here. So there are people who worship the devil and they are called devil worshipers. Uh, they believe in the supernatural being the devil. Like I said a minute ago, Satan, Satanists do not believe in a supernatural being at all. And so it's not it's not the same thing. Hence confusion. So let's get. It is very confusing, yes. Like I said, you're going to be learning a lot on this episode if you have not looked into Satanism at all. So let's get into where Satanism was born, who founded it, and the Church of Satan, and everything like that. So the contemporary religious practice of Satanism began when Anton LaVey founded the Church of Satan in 1966. But a few historical precedents did exist. So Christianity used the idea of Satanism to more or less banish unfavorable people. We just did an episode on witches, and that kind of that ties into all of that. And so this is still done right on today. I mean, you can literally just go look at the retweets on the Church of Satan's Twitter and see how people do not still don't understand it. You can explain to them and they still won't understand it. But back then it led to mass trials and killing of alleged witches who were connected to Satanism. So it's I guess it's a little more serious back then. It's not nearly as much as getting a mean uh, mention on Twitter from some, you know, some person and whatever, you know. So the tax folks in France in the 1890s took the conspiracy of Satanism to new heights. The Taxel hoax claimed that Freemasonry worshipped Satan, Lucifer, and Baphomet in their rituals. And I have read and heard that Freemasons were involved with Satanism, as well as government involvement. But we can get into a whole thing of that. You know, that's a whole other episode we're going to do in the future that involves MK Ultra and things of that nature. So... It is said that they conducted rituals where human sacrifice was conducted, and this is not in line with Satanism. When we go into 
the um, 11 satanic rules of the earth, the sins in Satanism, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about, that these are not in line with Satanism at all. Satanism has some rituals, yes, but none are violent and none involve sacrifice of humans or animals, contrary to what people believe that they do. It's just, it, it's not part of it at all. I bet it's still funny to watch, dude. Whatever, whatever they're doing, like the fact that people get, I, I still imagine they get together in, in black cloaks. And, oh, yeah, it's fucking know. awesome. Yeah, of course uh, they do. It's, yeah. it's fucking sick. Black candles and shit. Yeah, dude, it's fucking oh, rad. it's hilarious. Uh, but it's no, funny because like cool. those same I mean, people are going to like their cubicle job on Monday morning and they're like slacks and fucking short yeah, sleeves. Yeah, it's fucking cool, up, man. It's awesome. Weird. I love it. I would love to go to a black mask. I think it would be fucking amazing. I think it would be so much fun. No, I'd totally go for sure. I'm not against going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'm going to get on a soapbox for a second because uh, the script isn't super long. So I'm going to go ahead and, and hop on my soapbox and tell you guys what – I mean, I know this is kind of in the middle of the episode. But I'm going to tell you guys what Satanism has done for me personally. So I know that you think it's dumb to be part of something like this and rituals just probably don't make any sense to you. But I feel that ever since I have like brought Satanism into my life, I feel more like – like myself, like I feel like because when we get to when we get to the satanic rules and the satanic sins, you'll understand like lack of aesthetics is a huge is a, is a big deal in, in Satanism. Like you, that's a sin in Satanism is a lack of aesthetics. So now when I feel like man, I don't want to do that because I don't want someone to make fun of me, or I don't want to do that because I don't want to feel bad about myself, or whatever. Like I just say fuck it, dude. Like I'm gonna do what I want to do. Because I am my own God. Like, I'm who I want to be. I can do whatever I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And you can do that without Satanism. Sure. You do it. I know already. You don't have Satanism in your life. But it changed me for that. And that's why I wanted to do this episode again to talk about that as well. And maybe it can uh, maybe it can help someone else if they well, take and, this and run with it. Well, it's funny you say that because I say the same thing about religion. I mean, no long, I, I'm no longer religious. Uh, I don't believe in God or anything of this sort. But... I also believe that whether, you know, you consider yourself a Satanist, basically, uh, by the way, I'm proud of you for coming out on here, buddy. Uh, fucking, Tell man, it was, it was or, really difficult, you know? Or if you're a Catholic or Southern Baptist, whatever, whatever you need in order to, like, guide you to being a better human being, to yourself, to others, fine. That's, I'm totally okay with it. It's not... I'm, I would never, that's why I don't like the guys that march across, you know, church parking lots. It's just ridiculous. Like, whatever it takes for you to be a, a good dude, fucking do it. But Think like a libertarian. Yeah, I mean, you can't say that too many places in the South, so that's terrible advice. I mean, I guess, but I mean, what I'm saying is, don't, I mean, being liberal is one thing, but being a libertarian is saying, do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you're not infringing on other people's rights, then, you know, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, I mean, I get it, but, uh... Yeah, I know, fucking, yeah, in the South. I was raised in the South. I currently live in the South. I know what you're talking, I get what you're saying. Here's the thing, people do not evolve very rapidly at all. Just like... No, what, not at all. The information you just put out about, you know, the the witches and the and the trials and all that, so... It, it, it's a very puritanical place. We talked about it on the witches episode, so I don't want to get all into it again. But it's being a part of a group for the, the better of the group of people, fine. But when you start peeping your head into windows, making sure people are living the same godly life that you are, like, come on, man. Like, Yeah, you're fucking up. No, live live your life, dude, but stay in your lane. Like, I'm, I, I would never fucking tell anybody that... 
religion is ridiculous to their face and tell them how silly I think it is. When I first decided that I didn't want, it's not like I was open about it, but if anybody asked, like if I believed in any kind of deity or whatever, I was to the point where I'm not going to be like forthcoming with information about my beliefs and shit. Cause I don't like vomiting that stuff on people too many times, but I, I'm, I was at the point where if you asked me, I was ready to be honest about it. I was like, no, I don't, I don't believe in that stuff. It just, it's not my thing. So when I first came out, I feel like a discussion is one thing, but to be throwing it in people's faces and pushing it down their throat is a completely different thing. Right, yeah, if you didn't ask me, I'm not going to assume that you fucking care. <laughs> I do that with every aspect of my life, except for this podcast. You're forced to take this information, and you're going to listen to me talk. This is my mantra, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I, this is my forever soapbox. Yeah, whatever. So, but, like, my dad, he didn't talk to me for, like, two or three months. He just didn't know how to talk to me, and then I finally had to, like, talk to him. I'm like, dude, we talk about anything under the sun, dude. Like, it doesn't have to be about religion or politics, because we don't really agree on a lot there either, but... Yeah, you don't have to fucking talk about it, man. We could talk about, you know, grass growing. Like, I don't give, a, you know, like, I just, we can have a great relationship or a great friendship uh, regardless of, you know, whether or not I want to go to church on Sunday. So let's, let's get back into Satanism here. Let's get, let's get back on topic. Yeah, so Satanism does not involve sacrifice of humans or animals. So also the pentagram in D.C. with the White House in the middle is another Big deal. So all the streets emanating from the White House form a pentagram. It's also said that the Freemasons were the designers of these streets, so that's why the pentagram is there. And one of the organizations associated with Freemasonry is the Order of the Eastern Star, and they use a pentagram as their logo. But again, all of that can be discussed on a different episode about conspiracies and everything else. But after all of this, though, the Church of Satan was still founded in 1966 by Anton LaVey. So Anton LaVey was actually born Howard Stanton LaVey in Chicago on April 11, 1932, Michael Joseph LaVey and Gertrude Augusta Colton. Uh, Gertrude was born to a Russian father and mother who immigrated to Ohio in 1893. LaVey's family moved to California where he spent his early life in the San Francisco Bay. LaVey had a heavy interest in music. He played the keyboards, pipe organ, and the calliope, notably. Uh, he left high school in, at 16 to join the circus and later carnivals. He started as a cage boy in an act with the big cats, but later became a musician playing the calliope. He said he would see men on Saturday night shows, which were sexual in a comical way, much like us, then see the exact same men at the tent revival service on Sunday morning, and this furthered his contempt for religion. And that's something else that we didn't really say in the beginning, but if you're going to be a part of Satanism and you're going to be a Satanist, you have to have a pretty strong contempt for religion. Well, uh, as like as an organization, I think the fact that he was a carny uh, explains his stability in the first place. Because that's a good thing about yeah. any religion, Satanism, whatever. It's those kind of clubs are great at recruiting those who, you know, blatantly don't feel like they belong to anything or anyone. Uh, they have like just. A, just a huge lack of like self-made purpose and drive. Like they don't have that. Like, well, Satan, the Church of Satan didn't bring Anton Lavey in. He founded the Church of Satan. He created the Church of Satan. Right, but he was a carny, so you know he was already kind of you know. What do you got against carnies? Nothing, man. To be honest, I always wanted to be a carny. 
scratch that. I always wanted to travel with the carnival. Uh, either that or be a hobo. Just that kind of traveling transcontinental would have been dope. You can still do both dope. of those things, I didn't wanna, even with your degrees. Well, the railroad would... I think they've cracked down on security, and I think it's a huge felony type... Like, Oh, yeah, they'll beat the fuck out of you, yeah. So, but the Carney thing... I wanted to. I wanted to live the carny lifestyle. Get on the road. I'll even like help put shit together. I honestly, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to have a carny job. I just wanted to travel with a carnival. You just wanted to glob onto them and follow them around. Yeah, dude. Just go to little towns. Just you know, hang okay. out with the weirdos. Uh, it, it was my first dream job was also being a garbage man. I don't know if I discussed that on here before, but yeah, it's. Hey man, I appreciate all the garbage men out there. Thank you for your service. My list of job, my <laughs> my my uh, my list of desires as a young child were, uh, you know, silly. But anyway, yeah, I always wanted to be a carny. Oh, that'd be cool. Just wear coveralls all day, dude. Have like a rag out of your like hanging out of your back pocket all the time, you know, that you use for like wiping your hands, blowing your nose, and just kind of. And learn how to do a trick and pull it out of your sleeve nah, like a clown. just being a greasy dude that travels with the carnival, dude. <laughs> you just want to be a dirty yeah, just homeless dirt bag person. It. Yeah. That's all it sounds like you want dude, is, is just that, be dirty. I mean, I don't think it's too much to ask for. You can do it now, though. Just don't take a shower for two well, weeks. No, no, I, I not with the lifestyle I have. Like, I have to, like, interact with people professionally. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, if I don't shower, someone's going to complain. Well, don't shower. You'll get fired from your job, and bam, you're a hobo. Do your follow your dream, dude. If it paid a little better, I would be hoboing. So, a journalist named Lawrence Wright investigated Levey's background and found that he never had worked in a circus as a cage boy or as a musician. He was a musician, though, just not in the carnival. He was a vi- he was very good at the keyboards. This landed him gigs as an organist in bars, lounges, and nightclubs in Los Angeles. It's believed while he was an organist in a burlesque house in L.A., he had an affair with the then-unknown Marilyn Monroe when she was a dancer at the Mayan Theater, but I did not find any information to corroborate that story. And hello, Dr. Pepper. So after moving back to San Francisco, LeVay started to dabble as a psychic investigator, becoming a local celebrity through paranormal investigations and live performances. He started somewhat of a following. He later formed a group called the Order of the Trapezoid. This later evolved into the governing of the Church of Satan. LeVay was the church's high priest until his death in 1997. Uh, Peter H. Gilmore became the high priest after LeVay, and he moved the church to Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan in New York City. So as we mentioned earlier, well, we didn't mention it, but Levian Satanism doesn't believe in a physical devil. So likewise, the Church of Satan doesn't either. The Church of Satan doesn't believe in the devil, a Christian, or an Islamic rendition of Satan. Peter H. Gilmore describes it describes its members as skeptical atheists who use the Hebrew definition of the devil as adversary. The Church of Satan views Satan as a positive archetype and supports individual who supports individualism, pride, and enlightenment, and as a symbol of defiance against Abrahamic faiths. More or less, Satan is about self-worship. It's considered atheism instead of atheism. I think it's interesting that they use Hebrew, Hebrew just like, you know, a lot of older religions i think that's pretty interesting but well they don't use hebrew they use he- the hebrew definition of devil yeah, as the adversary the not really i mean their shit's not written well, in hebrew. i know but as far as like a referenced language 
Yeah, I suppose it is interesting. But self worship, Satanism being about self worship, I think is fucking stupid. I think I I shouldn't be so critical about it. I'm you know we're talking about it, so I figured I, figured, I agree. No, but I figured we're sharing our opinions. You should not be so critical about it. I can be honest. Anyway, I'll tone it down if you'd like. I just don't. I know there might be people that are listening to this that you know are on your side of the fence, which is fine, but. I don't want them thinking that I'm just like this dick. It's too late. It's too late. I'm not editing any of that <laughs> no, out there. But it's like a dick. table, you know, to a cat. It's not a table. It's just something it stands and sits and lays on. Like, it. why do you have to call it anything? It. it finished. I'm going to let you finish this because I want to see where it's going. Please finish this thought. Just I'm, My point is just because the cat doesn't call it what it is, it doesn't take away the purpose. Are you making up this analogy as you go? Yeah, it, it's kind of the same, is not? Like, I mean, you have to... Like, I want to know if this is something other people say or if you just came up with it right now. I... That's what I say. I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> so, yes. I, I guess you just came up with it. I don't think I was told that in those words. I don't... I just feel like it's the same. I've hung out with a lot of hippy-dippy people that are into, like, gyms and fucking rocks and energies and shit, and they have, like cuddle puddles and you know <laughs> yeah that's 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 pretty yeah okay that shit is strange yeah dude okay well let's move on to the satanic panic here so <laughs> in the 1980s in the 1990s we had what was called the satanic panic i'm sure you remember this better than i do but during this time virtually every bad thing that happened was blamed on satanists they were made out to be a devil worshiping cult that made use of sexual abuse human sacrifice and cannibalism in its rituals this included children as victims, which is not true. Refer to the 11 satanic rules that we're going to talk to him about in a little bit. Rule 9 explicitly says do not harm small children. The people That's who were rule. accused of these acts were labeled as, labeled as witches, but later Satanists became the favorite term. The promoters of the satanic panic claimed there was a conspiracy of organized Satanists that occupied prominent positions throughout society. This included police, politicians, and other high-power positions. Are there government officials who conduct, quote, satanic rituals because they believe it will give them all the power that they want? You fucking bet there is. But they're idiots, and Satan would never give them anything because Satan isn't real. And we'll, again, we're going to get to that when we talk about MK Ultra and all that kind of stuff. So... So the primary source of the Satanic Panic was quote, was called Michelle Remembers, which is a 1980s book by a Canadian psychiatrist named Lawrence Pazder. The book t- detailed what he claimed were repressed memories of his patient, his wife, Michelle Smith. She claimed when she was a child, she was abused by her family in Satanic rituals in which babies were sacrificed and Satan himself appeared. But it's not related to the Franklin cover-up. Again, we're going to cover that in the future. But... Um, Again, goes back to the 11 satanic rules of the earth. So why don't we just go ahead and go over those? Because they, in my opinion, they are better than the Ten Commandments. And that's not just because I consider myself a Satanist. This is they seem better. They're 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 not as broad. They're more specific. So number one, this is a good one. This is a great one. Do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. So shut the fuck up unless someone asks that they want to hear from you. Uh, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Number three, when in another's lair, show him respect or else do not go there. <laughs> Johnny, this has got to be your fucking favorite one right here. Dude, so far I'm on board with all three. Let's keep going. I love these things. Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, 
it's just non-rules that, you know, tell you to stay in your own fucking lane, mind your own business, and leave people alone, man. Just be a decent simple. person. I mean, so, number four, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. Yeah, dude. It's your house. Get out. Yeah, exactly. If they don't like the way you're treating them, they can remove themselves from your house. If they don't mind subjecting themselves to it, then they can continue sucking, and you can continue to be an asshole. Like, you know, whatever. So number five, do not make sexual advances unless you are given, unless you are given the mating signal. Not giving you there fucking you perverts, unless you are given the mating symbol signal. Yeah, I don't know why that has to be number five. It could have been closer to one, but no, I totally get it. I don't think they're in like an order. I think they're just listed. I don't know. If, I don't think they're no, in like I know order of importance. Joke as far as prioritizing, never mind. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Sorry, I kind of ruined your joke. Crowd. Yeah, yeah, really. on your it was still kind of funny. It just didn't need you. <laughs> it just didn't fucking. It landed like a fucking nine eleven plane. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, those are kind of funny now, right? Or is it still too soon? I mean, it was like fucking twenty years ago. If, I don't know if nine eleven's funny yet. We tried, and it was okay. really difficult to do. It was so hard to make that episode yeah. funny. If you want to hear about nine eleven? Go back and listen to our nine eleven series. We did the official story, and we did a conspiracy episode for all you uh, would be conspiracy theorists out there. So number six, do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. So basically, don't take anything unless a person is like, please, take all this, take this stack of money from me because it's driving me crazy. Then you can take it. Basically, don't take anything unless they want you to take it. Right. It might look like someone putting a piece of furniture out on the curb. Okay. Take that. If it's, put it in your truck. But if there is anything in the yard, it, no, that, in they're the garage, not saying. Do not take it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not saying. Well, this is close to the road, so if you'd like to have it, it's yours. It's. So yeah, yeah no don't good don't pull a trailer park boys and drag their patio furniture down to the curb and be like, well, it's on the curb now, and now I can take it. Don't do that. Yeah, that'd be shitty. So number seven, acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained, which is only fair. Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. So if it isn't fucking your problem, don't complain about it. Number nine, do not harm little children. Number ten, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. So number eleven is probably my favorite one. When walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. That's fucking sick, dude. That's fucking metal. That's a good one, man. I love that. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's very non-confrontational about, while being extremely confrontational, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, dude, I need you I like to stop. It. And then you fucking like murder it, him. Yeah. No, I totally dig it. All right, so now we gonna... This brings us to the nine satanic sins. I mean... Uh, satanic, Satanism isn't all fun in games. I mean, you do whatever the fuck you want, though. Just But, you know, just like God has his seven deadly sins. Is it seven? It's seven, right? Or is it eight? Seven deadly sins? I think it's seven deadly sins. It is seven. Was it lust, gluttony? Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, the five others. Irrelevant details. Yeah. So God has his seven deadly sins. Satanism has its own set of nine satanic sins. So number one, top of the fucking list. Stupidity. As it should be. As it should mm -hmm. be. Yes. Mm -hmm. Pretentiousness yeah. is number two. <laughs> Again, it's of a course. good follow-up. Look, I like me, and I'm all about like self-worship and all that. But I, I pretentiousness. Yeah, but don't be a yeah, dickhead I try about to work it. Hard to avoid. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, it's a good rule. So number three is solipsism, which is basically treat others how you want to be treated. 
Uh, number four is self-deceit. Number five, herd conformity. Number six, lack of perspective. Number seven is forgetful of path orthodoxies. Basically, someone presenting you something again in a new package and you basically falling for it. Number eight, counterproductive pride. And number nine, like I said earlier, lack of aesthetics. Number nine I like because aesthetics are very important to me. Like I, if I'm not enjoying what I'm looking at or what I'm feeling from what's around me, I'm vacating. Like, I don't really spend a lot of time doing the things that I don't enjoy, whether that's, you know, my environment or the people in it. I guess so. it says a lot that you've been on the show for, what, 44 episodes now? But also an aesthetic for yourself, you know? You need to have an aesthetic for yourself as well for, you know, the way you dress, the way you act, or the type of, like, you know. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, you need to have yeah, that also. I mean, I wouldn't say that I have style, but I'm, but you I'm have an aesthetic. typically presentable. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about the sigil of Baphomet. Now, this is entangled in Satanism as well. So everyone has seen Baphomet or, quote, the Satanic Goat, uh, as most people would probably refer to it. But the sigil of Baphomet has a lot of history. We're not going to go super in-depth in it, but we are going to talk about it just for a brief a brief bit here. So before Anton LaVey coined the Baphomet and the pentagram, most Satanic art was basically parodies of Christian art, inverted crosses and such, you know. Uh, but when LeVay came across the pentagram, he coined it the symbol for Satanism. The goat's head inside the inverted pentagram did not become the symbol until LeVay founded the Church of Satan in 1966. And the letters around the goat's head say Leviathan in Hebrew. The Church of Satan was using the symbol in their literature, business cards, and other membership items, but they decided they needed to change the symbol to personalize it. The new symbol was called the Sigil of Baphomet and was first seen on the cover of the Black Mass LP in 1968 and later on the cover of the Satanic Bible in 1969. So, we've wrapped up Satanism for the most part. We are going to close it out with the nine Satanic Statements. So I'll read one, you read one, I read one, you read one. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So number one, Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Number two, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Number three, Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Number four, Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Number five, Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Number six, Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Number seven, Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. Number eight, Satan represents all of these so-called sins as they all lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. And finally, number nine, Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had as he's kept them in business all these years. <laughs> and that is a play we are writing called Johnny and I Read the Nine Satanic Sins in a very opposite way. <laughs> it's very I specific by the way. <laughs> no, I just did yeah, At first I wasn't title. sure I could commit to the voice for... Uh, you know, four or five of those readings. So I just started out not. Yeah, no, it's all good. I like it. It, was, it sounded funny. 
So that wraps up Satanism. I'm glad we finally got to do this episode again. Now it is good to go. It has me and Johnny on it instead of Johnny, myself, and the other host that used to be on the show uh, has a new intro. It's all wrapped up. It's all good to go. So don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at HowTheDadsChill. You can follow Johnny at Johnny2Jokes. You can follow the show at the Chilling Truth Podcast. Please go leave us a review on iTunes, good or bad. We like hearing both. Um, thank you guys for listening so much, and we will catch you guys on the flippity flip. Later. Later.